Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Focus on Albany. I'm Cynthia Pooler. My guest today is Randy Konefka. And Randy is going to talk about the latest developments in the Cuomo saga. So there's been a lot of press over the past couple of days that I'm, I'm sure you saw. What's your opinion of everything that's going on? Well, um, you know, we talked about this uh, a while back, I think, uh, and how bizarre, right, (laughs) this whole thing was where you had the sheriff uh, coming in into a local police jurisdiction and filing a misdemeanor criminal complaint that was a year old, right? That, you know, uh-huh. that just struck me as as bizarre. Uh, you know, the media still really hasn't picked up on it. And now we have, um, lo and behold, the district attorney saying he's not going to pursue any charges, right? And now yeah. you have, you know, it's, it's interesting, you know, I listened to um, some right-wing radio, and you have a lot of people calling up furious uh about this now Mm -hmm. and again cynthia you know we've talked about this right as far as um you know the me too movement um how far that's gone has it gone too far you had brett kavanaugh right you had all these things you have you had a lot of you you have had a lot of people taken down over me too uh some have deserved it like weinstein right but I think a lot okay. of others, a lot of others, I don't think deserve it. You know, I mean, Louis C.K., uh, Charlie Rose. You know, uh, I think even they went after Placido Domingo at one point. You know, the opera singer. It's, they were going after everybody. Mm-hmm. For you know, Al Al Franken, right? Mm-hmm. Al Franken, if you remember, and if you remember, who was calling for his head was none other than Christian uh, Christian Gillibrand. That's right. Yeah. So where is so where is Christian? You know where are these people now? So so that's in the macro. That's that's in the macro sense of this. In the micro sense of this, is Cynthia? Look at this is a he said she said right. Uh, this is a young woman alone uh, with the governor of the state of New York. Uh, she alleges a groping, um, and that was that. Now. She alleged she alleged it a year later, you know, a year after the pact. Right. Now that doesn't say it didn't happen, and it doesn't make her any less credible in the sense that if she was afraid, if she, um, you know, didn't know what to do, and that's very understandable, you know, in that moment. But my question is, and I'm not a lawyer, um, I. I'm guessing these cases are extremely hard to prove beyond a reasonable doubt, which is what David has said. That how, how do you prove this? How do you how do you prove it? Um, I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Do you? How do how do you prove this? Uh, she I'm says it, it happened. Either. He says it didn't happen. Right. Nobody was there. Uh, there were no witnesses. Uh, she didn't report it immediately, um, and and there you have it. 
you know, there you have it. And how, how much resources, how, how much money and resources are you going to tie up trying to prosecute a misdemeanor case? Now, I, now I'm not taking David Soros' side, but I, I guess I can kind of see that, well, you know, and, and Cynthia, I'm, I'm guessing this happens all the time. In, in in these cases where you have uh, an alleged complaint that you know it just it just can't really be pursued, I don't know. Well, according to the newspapers, uh, Brittany Camisso is going to file a civil suit. Well, we knew that. We knew that. <laughs> I mean, come on, Cynthia. I mean, you didn't have to be the amazing Kreskin to figure that one out. She's looking for money. She's looking for a payday. Of course she is. Of course. Of course. And that and look and that also leads me and that also kind of leads me to think that this is just all kind of a hatchet you know, a hatchet job on the former governor. I mean, I don't I don't I mean I I just don't know. Okay, so you know, we, we have that and then we also have the the fact that those other women are dropping their cases. One woman, uh, Cuomo, for kissing her on the cheek. Big deal. The, the other women, if I recall, the you know one woman said when he came to visit her, her home was flooded out, and he gave her a hug, and she felt uncomfortable. I mean, and, and Cynthia, again, I don't want any woman or anybody for that matter, any man, any woman, any child to feel uncomfortable. But, you know, we have to be very, very careful. And I get it. Nobody liked Cuomo. And it was a pile on. And I get it. But we have to really be careful here, you know, when people are coming forward saying, well, remember it was the – and then there was another one where they were at a wedding and the and the woman – and he kissed her at the wedding or something or other, yeah. and then there was a photograph. I mean, <laughs> I mean what are, you know, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about? Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the, I, I don't know what the charge is in the, in that case. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't think there are any charges. I think that these were just, this was, this was a political hatchet job. On a guy who, and and I, we've said this right, who got, who got what he, you know, deserved. He was a hard nosed political player, and this is what happens sometimes. But you have, we have to be very, very careful here in the in the larger sense that if we're going to say that, you know, uh, hug, giving somebody a hug or a kiss on the cheek or a pat on the back, that that's sexual assault. I mean, I, I, I don't, <laughs> I, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. But and the so, difference was in the Camisso case is that she she alleges that it was and now I don't know if the, the word assault I don't know if that's the legal word appropriate word or groping or however you want to judge it again I wasn't in the room I wasn't in the room I don't know what happened and I still really don't know what happened other than she says that he put his hand up her shirt well what happened after that. Do you know? Does anybody know? Did, well, she, did, she, did she pull his hand away? Did she run out of the room? Uh, what happened? 
Well, I had seen something online a couple of days ago where it was stated that she told the governor that she had filed for divorce and she wanted a raise. And the governor, I guess, said no. And it was that very same day she made a complaint that he put his hand down her blouse. That seems a little fishy to me. Well, it all seems a little fishy, right? I mean, at the end of the day, when you really get into it, why does why does Craig Apple come in here into a local jurisdiction uh, and file a criminal complaint and doesn't even work with the district attorney? You know, again, what the hell is going on here? What are these people? What are these people up to? What are these people up to? And we've talked about this before in a prior show. These people are all interconnected. Brittany Camisso worked for the county of Albany. She worked for Tom Marcel. Brittany Camisso was married to, or she still is or not married to, uh, Frank Camisso Jr., who was a mm-hmm. councilman for the city, now works for the county, and whose father is, a, is currently a county legislator and was formerly the majority leader of the county legislature, one of the most powerful men in the county. And you have Craig Apple, who's the county sheriff, tied in with all these people. David Soares is the county district attorney, tied in with all these people. And they're all tied together into this, right? And Tom Marcel, I think, still works for Craig Apple. (laughs) So what in the world – what in the world is going on here with all these people? It, it, it's, it's just kind of – it just baffles the mind. And then there was this other story I read the other day that um, Cuomo is being allowed to keep the profits from the book that he wrote. So he's kind of exonerated from that. So – from what you're saying and from what I'm saying, do you think Cuomo has been railroaded? Of course he's been railroaded, of course. But that, you know, like, and like, like I've said in the past, it's, it's a railroading that when you play the politics that he has played, I'll, I'll relate it to, you know, I'll relate it to a mafia boss. You know, and I forget who said what. What fictional character? It might have been Tony Soprano who said this fictional mob boss. He said, "You know, this only ends two ways." And the guy says, well, "What do you mean?" He says, "Well, either in the can, meaning jail, or dead, meaning that <laughs> you know, that's 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 those are the only two outcomes of a mob boss." Now, when you play really hard politics, well. It's only going to end, you know, one of two ways. And for Cuomo, and maybe it's not ended, but it kind of went the other way. You know, he got taken down in a hard-nosed politics way because he just made too many enemies, right? So, so yeah, it was a railroading. Huh? So is his brother. Well, I think the brother's a different story. I think the brother worked for a a private company and that company determined that you know he could not um 
be the face of their of their network at nine o'clock because according to the emails, the brother was looking to dirty up the female accusers. And when you're a very woke liberal network, well, you know you can't you can't tolerate that. Okay. Okay, so uh, it, it, it's quite it's it's quite astonishing. You pick up the paper, you see a different headline um, every day. Um, where do you think this will end, or how do you think this will end, from your perspective? Uh, as far as Cuomo. I Cynthia, I don't know. I, I I think he really wants to run and is and is really mulling that over. And you know, one by one, you know, we saw in Westchester County there were no charges, Albany County no charge. So it looks like criminally he is in the clear. Civilly he's going to be tied up. Um probably with you know, one or two or three civil cases. Um, you know, he's got $15 million. He's got more name recognition than the current governor. Um, I think he can make a credible run against her, uh, in my opinion. Um, will he do it? Will he do it? I don't know. Well, yeah, this is the primary year. Okay. If he doesn't do it now, I, I think it'll it'll be... I don't think he could wait for, you know, five years. I think he'll he'll just be too long forgotten at that point. Um the time is now um for him to to try to do this. I find that that statement pretty interesting because you know, when people talk about when the news media talks about Cuomo, they use the word disgrace. And yeah. the word disgraced, you know, has a lot of connotations. And, you know, if he decides to run again, I'm sure there'll be, the media will be saying disgraced Andrew Cuomo. What do you think? I'm sure they will. It's just when you become, you know, when you become embattled. Like right now, the the county executive in Rensselaer County, Steve McLaughlin, is now embattled. So any... <laughs> Anytime the media, that's always the prefix that the media will, you know, embattled. You're embattled. You're embattled. And now, after you're embattled, you become, like you said, you become disgraced, <laughs> right? And that's mm-hmm. what the media will do. And that does have a big effect on, you know, on voters. So it and, and it can be hard to overcome. And it can be overcome, but it's it it can be difficult to overcome. Now, you've lived in Albany County for many years. Were you born and raised here? Yes, yes. Do you ever remember anything like this before? No, there's no. There's been, well, Spitzer, I mean, I guess, I you know, I guess Spitzer would be closest thing to this, right? Um and I think Spitzer, I think you know, looking at hindsight, and I think as even he has said, I don't, I don't think he will 
I think he probably regrets resigning um, at this point, that I think he felt he had resigned too quickly. And that's probably true. He, he, he may have survived that, may. But that, but, you yeah, know, you, you say Spitzer, uh, the sheriff wasn't involved in that. The DA wasn't involved in that. He, Spitzer didn't have relatives in the county legislature. That's what I'm saying. Anything well, like this ever yeah. happened before? No, no, not not that I'm aware of. No, not that I'm aware okay. of at at all. No. Okay. So ultimately, what do you think the outcome of all this will be? <laughs> well, um, ultimately, I think if I were a betting person, I. I would probably bet that he doesn't end up running. But emerges maybe as a media maybe a media, you know, personality. I it, it's hard to say, you know, Cynthia, here here's a guy who spent well, I think his entire life, you know, in 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 you know, in public work. Um, you know, going back to HUD, going back to working for his father. Right. So, you know, what else does he know? I, I mean, I don't know. He's a relatively young man. I think he's in his early 60s, um, which right. today, in today's day is, is relatively young. I don't know if he's ready to just, you know, go go gently into that good night. I, I don't know. I, it doesn't. He doesn't appear to be. Uh, he still retains his staff. He still retains uh, as a party, as a tack dog, who puts out statements. So that's that's not indicative of somebody who's just, you know, has just faded away, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what did what did MacArthur say in his farewell? You know, uh, old soldiers never die; they just fade away, mm-hmm. right? Maybe that's true for for real, you know politicians that they really never die they just kind of fade away i don't know but i don't is he fading away i don't know i don't think he wants to you got to remember cynthia this was a man who well a year ago was the most prominent politician in the country on on the democratic side on the democratic side Right. right the most prominent everybody was watching his his news conferences all over the world all over the world. This was a guy, he was on the Today Show, he was on the Sunday morning, they were doing profiles of him. I remember uh, Sunday mornings and, you know, and then, you know, the, the Bachelor Governor, and it was the whole thing. It was the whole thing. And remember, they were being uh, Attorney General for Biden. He was talked about as being a, a Vice President for Biden, um, and the whole thing. And most certainly, he was looking to to run for the Democratic nomination, probably coming up in 2024, anticipating that Biden, given his age, you know, was not going to run. So that mm-hmm. is a precipitous fall if you really – if I've ever seen one. I mean he was the darling boy. 
of the of of the Democratic Party, even I think more so than Gavin Newsom, because if you remember, Gavin Newsom got himself into trouble. With, he had they had the recall, and the whole thing right. out there. Not so not so for Andrew Cuomo. Nothing like that. He had no opposition, Cynthia. None. Mm-hmm. Not one iota of opposition on either side of the aisle in this state. He reigned supreme. And let me tell you, I worked in the assembly during his tenure, and those assembly people were, were afraid of him. They were afraid of Alonzo David, his, his legal counsel. They were afraid. They wouldn't dare. They wouldn't dare outstep the governor because so they knew what it would mean a, for them. Do you think it's a question of all of these people who are afraid of him, once they smell blood, there's blood in the water, do you think that they said, this is my time to get even with him? You betcha. Absolutely, Cynthia. Wow. Absolutely. As soon as, you, as soon as you smell that blood, when you realize that somebody politically is weak, there's your moment. That's your moment to strike. And then you have the pile-on effect, right? It only takes one. It only takes one, and I forget the first the name of the first woman to come out. I think she was running actually for I think she was running for office in New York City, and I forget her name. Her name escapes me, but she was the first one, uh, and she came out, and then then it then the you know the trickle became a steady stream, right? And you had one, two, three, four, and all, and then you had the Camisa one, and then it all came down. And then at that point, at that point, the legislature, you know, the assembly, and don't forget, Speaker Heasty was reluctant for a very long time, and he was supportive of him. And it, ultimately, it did take the, the James report, the James report to come out. And then that gave everybody cover. That gave Carl Heasty cover. That gave Andrea Stewart cover. To say, okay, uh, the James, we can all now stand behind the James report, and we're going to call for him to be gone. But then James backed out of running for governor. She did, and we talked about that too, right? And I think that was some type of a backroom deal, and they told that lady to wait her turn, and she agreed. Okay. So you think they're trying to give Hochul clear sailing for re-election? I think they're trying to give Hochul clear sailing. I, I think I think the Democratic Party is looking to do that. They're looking for you know no bloodshed here um, to, to give her you know a um, well at least one well if she gets one she's probably now looking at two so she's probably looking at eight years and just now yesterday she's proposed um, term limits uh, for right. statewide officials and, and that can be argued and that'll be argued from now until the end of time of whether term limits are a good idea or not, but she proposed it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so we have just a few minutes left, Randy, and you, you contacted me a little while ago and, and you wanted to give your thoughts on the first anniversary of January 6th. Yeah, you know, um, 
I think it's it, Cynthia. It's one of those things where you have something that took place, and you have the Democratic Party holding on to that event, you know, for dear life. Um, and at this point, it's really the only thing they have. You know, you talk about an insurrection. You know, you know, none of those people were armed. Uh, the uh, matter of fact. You had uh, an unarmed woman, a veteran of this country, Ashley Babbitt, murdered, murdered in cold blood uh, in that building. Nobody says a word. Um, you know, you had American citizens, uh, you know, walking through their capital, and that's an insurrection. Uh, that's an insurrection. No. Do we ever want to see violence? No. You've seen the news clips. That doesn't yeah, I look just, like a bunch of calm and happy people just walking through the the Capitol. They well, were they, out for right. Well, they were yeah, they were they, angry and, and 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 according to well, and they and you have we have a right to be angry in this country. We have a right to protest, and we have a right, at least I thought, to confront the people that we represent. You know, there was a time in this country, Cynthia, where an American citizen could enter the White House, could enter the Capitol. You didn't need, you know, we, we, we're, we're a constitutional republic. That's, that's, that's our building. You know, and, and these representatives live in this bubble, and they don't feel that they can be confronted by those that they govern. And that's why our country is in this situation, because they are not accountable to the people. They are not accountable to the people. You had a year where cities were burned, police stations were attacked, people were killed by BLM terrorists, by true insurrectionists. Federal buildings were under attack. Nobody said a word. Nobody said a word about that. Is that not a double standard? I think, I think it is. So, uh, but that's all they have to, you know, to cling on. That's all they have to, uh, to go by. And um, unfortunately, they'll, they'll hold on to that for as long as they can. So you think it's vindictiveness on the part of the Democrats? Say that again? That's you politics. believe it's, it's all politics. Yeah, it's all politics. Okay. It's all politics. It's all politics. It's all nonsense. You had... You had uh, Chuck Schumer stand out in front of the Supreme Court and threaten two sitting Supreme Court justices, uh, inciting uh, the mob that was there um, when he did it. And nobody said a word about that. Hmm. So this is going to be a very interesting year, wouldn't you say? Well, I think, uh, you know, you could be looking at the beginning of the end of you know the country as we know it because I just don't I don't see how much longer that it can be held held together. Wow. So Randy, as as all of these events unfold, I'd like to have you back on Focus on Albany to share your thoughts. Would you be willing to do that? Sounds good. Okay, Randy. So you've been listening to Randy Kanifka. And he's been sharing his thoughts on Cuomo and also the riot at the Capitol. I'm Cynthia Poole, and this is Focus on Albany. 
If you like this show, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thanks, Randy. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great day.